Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Suppose after the bombing of Pearl Harbor by the Japanese murder of those Americans, we turned around and cut the Japanese a check. Suppose we cut them a check to make it fair because we were coming to fight them and we want them to be properly armed so that it's fair. Suppose we cut a check to Hitler during World War II after Normandy left our guys dead and bleeding on that beach just to make it fair. Suppose on our way to Vietnam, we cut a check to the Viet Cong, you know, so they could rearm and, you know, make sure they had plenty of supplies. Again, just to make it fair. Folks, this is now American foreign policy. I can't find, and if you can think of one, send it to me. Another example of this ever being the foreign policy of another country on earth. But it's America's foreign policy right now. Hit us or one of our allies, we'll cut you a check. At least a billion dollars. Hit our trips, give them catastrophic brain injuries by pummeling our bases in Syria and Iraq. We'll cut you a check for even more. Not even Europe has a suicidal policy like this. But America does now. It is the Biden foreign doctrine. And you're seeing the chaos it's generating, including for our allies, spilled out all over the screen this morning. Joe Biden and his staff at the White House have single-handedly ground world trade through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal to a halt. That's 10% of the world's commerce and a huge percentage of European commerce. How'd they do it? Well, it's the same answer to the question of how does Yemen, the poorest country in Africa, all of the sudden have the money for high-tech drones? Yeah, Joe Biden gave it to them. Thanks to our new foreign policy of it's only fair if you're going to fight them, you got to fund them. We've not seen Iran this off the chain since Jimmy Carter. What makes them so confident we won't seriously strike back? What makes the Houthis so confident that they started off only attacking Israeli ships or ships carrying Israeli cargo, but now they're hitting whoever the hell they want? Oh, Joe's paying them. Think about it this way. If you're Iran and you've launched more than 40 strikes at U.S. bases in Syria and Iraq, you've brutalized the Israeli people uh, via Hamas, one of their proxy groups who they armed, trained, and yes, even logistically coordinated that attack on Israel with. You've killed American citizens in Israel, tortured them, raped them, and taken them captive. And that's just in October. And Joe Biden gives you $10 billion in November? Come on. It's a green flag. boy. Do it again. But that's exactly what Joe Biden did. After our troops in Syria and in Iraq, thanks to base attacks by Iran, had amassed 
more than 25 catastrophic brain injuries. Folks, you're never going to be the same again. Joe Biden in November turned around and lifted the sanctions on the Iraqi oil money. $10 billion in an account. Lifted it. How else would you take that if you're Iran? But the U.S. media never tells anybody anything in this country. Bunch of lion sacks. So I had to turn to Israel to find out what's going on with that money. Yeah, Iran went right for it. Headline in the Jewish News Syndicate. Iran has accessed $10 billion it received under sanctions waiver. U.S. official says, here's the first paragraph. A Biden administration official acknowledged on Wednesday, this is last week, that Iran has made two transactions using money held in Oman under a sanctions waiver that granted it to the Islamic Republic last month. Of course, last month is November. So if you're wondering how the Houthi rebels can afford that brand new military equipment, you can thank Joe Biden. So can our European allies who are bearing the brunt of this. Already, the world's most major shipping companies are just giving up under the Biden-Iran onslaught. And why should they bother? When you watch Biden back these folks, it's literally hopeless. We've already seen Mueller Maersk. You've seen that Maersk logo on the side of shipping containers, M-A-E-R-S-K. Say it'll pause all container shipments. German container line, Hapag Lloyd, it says it's uh, on the verge of doing the same. Two other major companies, Mediterranean Shipping Company and CMA, CGM, ceased all Red Sea and Suez Canal operations. Understand that the Red Sea and the Suez Canal that connects it to the Mediterranean is one of the world's most vital sea lanes. For us, yes, but most particularly for Europe, about one in six container ships travels through the Suez Canal, carrying everything from crude oil to consumer goods. And you know Democrats love a good attack on the supply lines. They're practically obsessed with decimating them, as we've documented endlessly on this podcast. A lot of that dates back to Lloyd's of London, which insure the, insures these ships, saying they can't insure them anymore with the Houthis running around. That left even the squishiest of squishes on Fox News, Bill Hemmer, with his jaw hanging open. Why won't Biden just take out the Houthis? Because he's paying them to do this, Bill. If you do not use the Red Sea, if you do not use the Suez Canal, what are your options? It, well, it's a long way around the Cape of Good Hope. In fact, you're talking 34 days if you want to do it, as opposed to 25 days uh, here through the Red Sea. And this Red Sea area has been critical now, going back to the mid-50s when the Suez Canal first opened up. You can see right here now, uh, this area where international shippers have used for some time. It is vital for commercial shipping. Uh, but to be frank with you, if the U.S. government wanted to take out the Houthis, we could do it. But so far, the... That decision has not been made. We'll just leave it at that. Keep up, Bill. It's much worse than that. It actually started on 9-11. Battleground America listeners know when the Democrats, Joe Biden's regime, chose that day out of all the rest of the ones on the calendar to announce they'd be giving Iran $6 billion back. It's their money, but we'd frozen it. We did a person-for-person hostage swap. There was no reason to pay them. Heck, why did they pay us? But as Biden and Obama before him had done for years, when they want to pass money to their enemies right out in front, not on the pallets, the way they the way Obama used to send it to Iran in the middle of the night in unmarked denominations. No, no, you just do it 
as part of a hostage deal. So they announced in a massive slap in the face to terror victims on 9-11, and yes, that was deliberate, that we would give them $6 billion. Then, after that, an even worse slap in the face. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. After October 7th, when Iran uh, was directly involved in the arming of the Hamas, of training of Hamas, and the logistical coordination for the hang glider attack, after Iran did all of that, and Joe Biden, remember, was literally on the plane flying to Israel to pretend he wasn't on Hamas's side. His staff waits till Biden is in the air on the way to Israel. They can't refuse him or turn the plane around. And you know what they announce? They're lifting the sanctions on Iran that prevent them from buying a missile on which to mount their nukes. See, back in September, we learned that Iran finally had enough fissile material for five to six nuclear bombs. I'm convinced that's why they slipped them the six billion to make sure that they had the money they needed to purchase that missile and deliver that bomb. Well, I guess to Israel, sure, that's where they say they're sending it before they bomb us, that is, or we're their second preferred target. At least that's what the Mullahs have told us for years. Now imagine you're Iran or any of its proxies, the Houthis, Hezbollah, Hamas. That is as green as a green light gets. Heck, Jimmy Carter looks like a rock next to that. Democrats, you got to understand, especially Joe Biden, aren't just soft or weak. No, they're hard, daring, cunning, strong, but completely evil. They want all of this, and Iran knows it. So do the Houthis, which is led right now to the Democrats literally kneecapping international shipping. Here's former senior policy advisor Dan Senor. Yeah, 12% of global trade goes through that exact area that Bill just laid out on the map. 12% of global trade. So if that trade shuts down or that trade is considerably delayed because of the alternate routes that he laid out, the bill laid out, the disruption to the global economy is extraordinary. The disruption to the U.S. economy is extraordinary. And make no mistake, the Houthi rebels are a proxy of Iran, just like Hezbollah is a proxy of Iran, just like Hamas is a proxy of Iran. And Iran is working closely with Moscow and Beijing. So you start to see the global dimension. We sit there watching the war in Gaza and say, oh, it's Israel and the Palestinians at it again. No, it is it is a it is a, a manifestation of a much bigger regional and potentially global uh, conflict. A big part of the reason Joe Biden is getting away with all of this is because Americans have no idea he's footing the bill for the Houthis to interrupt international trade while giving Iran the money it needs to buy the missile uh, and the technology on which to deliver the nukes to Israel's shores and then I assume ours. Boy, they'd be mad if they knew. They have no idea. Part of that is because the Republicans are nearly useless. Joe Biden, for instance freed up the money, the $6 billion on 9-11. It took the Republicans until November 30th to hold a vote to refreeze those funds. 
and, you know, stop giving them to Iran so it can give them to Hamas to kill more Jews. That actually passed the House, 307 to 119. All 119 voting against, by the way, were Democrats. The Senate's never taken it up. But Republicans can barely articulate their points of view these days. They're just not holding Democrats accountable. Well, that's the $6 billion. How about another vote on the $10 billion that Joe Biden freed up for Iran to pass on to the Houthis in November? A couple of Republicans, if you look on their Twitter, condemned it, but nobody paid any attention. How about at least another vote? I mean, come on, guys, try. I mean, we're talking about Joe Biden potentially funding the destruction of Israel and then maybe even Western civilization with nukes from Iran. Can't you muster some enthusiasm? How about pointing out that this benefits the most the very people who've written the Biden family the biggest checks? That could be coincidence, but I doubt it. $40 million to Rosemont Seneca from that Russian oligarch, Batarena, and that's just what we know about. Tens of millions more transferred directly into Hunter's bank accounts from China. Now contrast that with what a real American leader would do at this point. We actually know because Ronald Reagan faced an almost identical situation in the 1980s. You talk about keeping the shipping lanes open. Let me bring you back to the late 1980s and the Iranian tanker wars. That's when Iran was attacking the tankers. Uh, And to keep the uh, lanes open back then, President Ronald Reagan took decisive and strong action. He reflagged tankers uh, as U.S. tankers. And when uh, a hole was blown through uh, one of our ships, the Samuel Roberts, the Reagan administration, President Reagan took out half the Iranian Navy. Why don't we do something like that now? And that's a bizarre disconnect. Even with Fox News' coverage, it's all, let's go blow them up. And I agree, we should take out half their Navy. Heck, take the other half out. I don't care. But, you know, how about just tying in, we keep paying our enemies. We're talking about having a blood and guts fight between our military and China. Okay, cool. I'm all for that or something. But can we stop paying them first? Oh, and here's what else Reagan did in the 1980s. All this, by the way, scared Iran so badly that it took Joe Biden actually paying them before they dared pull these stunts again. We also, uh, back in the 80s, conducted a strike on some Iranian oil platforms. So, you know, it's, it's an option. You think all this is bad? Oh, wait till you see what Iran does. Once they have nukes, they can mount on missiles. The estimated timeline for that runs somewhere between 9 and 11 months, which conveniently times for the Democrats right to the run-up to the 2024 election. In fact, they might even get to use the doomsday book I told you about yesterday. In fact, maybe that's what all this is about. Whatever the case, our allies have got to be getting mighty tired of this level of destruction. I mean, first, it's glaringly obvious that we blew up the Nord, cut off half of Germany's natural gas supply. Now Joe Biden and Iran are single-handedly mounting an attack on their commerce. I often wonder how much more they can take of friends like us. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground podcast. You know, the new year's almost here. Why not sign up for PhD weight loss? You'll have a great time going through the holidays knowing you've already got a plan in place. That 2024 is going to be the year that changes everything. It probably will anyway, politically. What if it could change everything for you personally? What if you could look like such a new person by June? The people you haven't seen in a while, their eyes would get real big. And they'd say, what did you do? Oh my gosh, you look amazing. It could happen and it could happen fast. But you got to sign up. 
There's somebody in all 50 states doing the PhD weight loss plan. You do it just as easily from home as you can coming in. Get more information today. Go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 